Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Beast Machines podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. And today, it is the grand finale of uh, Beast Machine Season 1. It's yep. all right, as long as you got somewhere to lay, and it's all right. Every day is Judgment Day, because we are at the end of the line. <laughs> song lyrics, sure. Okay. <laughs> it's a good song. It's it's the Traveling Wilburys. They're great. So, uh, so this is the episode where all the plot lines get wrapped up, and it has a nice, tidy ending. That is absolutely it. Yes. yes. Or no, wait, I'm sorry. This is a beast finale. So this is the this is the episode where everything goes wrong and everyone dies. Especially Yay! Optimus Primal. Yeah, yes. Poor guy. Oh, you Optimuses do love to sacrifice yourselves. It's true they do. <laughs> and yeah, this is written by Stephen Melching, who's uh, previously written a couple of other episodes and will go on to write many more. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, he also, yeah, he uh, he's written a couple previous episodes of Beast Machines, and then he writes a ton of Transformers Prime and Robots in Disguise episodes. Yeah. In fact, he wrote the finale of uh, Transformers Prime. And I'm sorry, Stephen, but is it just me, or does melching sound like the term for one of those? totally fucked up, made up sex act that adults <laughs> attribute to the kids these days. Like yeah. felching? <laughs> yeah. I, I think Sorry. We, I think I, I've perhaps engaged in a little melching in my day. <laughs> oh. I, I think I had to edit a story that had some melching in it. Ew. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry I've derailed the episode before it started. <laughs> Good job. It's okay. If you if you want lines read, if you want super melodramatic lines read with uh, em- enormous emphasis, have I got an episode for you. Yeah, there's that. So we start off inauspiciously enough. Uh, Chudor and Rattrap are hacking into uh, the Gibson here. They're trying to find out what's going on with the Oracle. Trying uh, to get that ransomware off. Yes, but unfortunately... Type cookie, you idiot. Can... <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, before they can do that, they uh, they get chased off by tank drones. Uh, Cheetor has to forcibly yank Rattrap out of it, and then tag and then drag him behind him like a water skier. <laughs> Good job. Good job. But luckily, Rattrap has uh, comp has a little something up his sleeve. He's uh, got bombs that combine seeds, organic goo, and uh, that catalyst program, which uh, basically envelop. The uh, tanks in vines, which Yay, I guess is minds. now becoming something that Rat Trap is into. <laughs> yeah, sure. Maybe that's the thing is maybe dealing with all this. He he developed a little a little something something. Well, I was saving this to try out later when I was alone, but worth a shot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and oh, if that no, was nothing. the case, damn it, Rat Trap! First rule: never do that kind of thing without somebody there to be. 
in Georgia safety. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get your safe don't, word, don't, man. Don't David Carradine yourself, Rat Trap. Oh. 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 Wah, wah. It's getting dark this episode. <laughs> anyway, back at the Tankor HQ, uh, the diagnostic drone, repeat, uh, tells him that, you know, the key to Vector Sigma is now in all of the tank drones. But when he tries to command them, he can't. <gasps> Megatron has changed the password. <laughs> There's a lot of that going on in this show. I think they really need to update their security software. Well, in this case, the problem is that they did. Yes. Uh, fair enough. Which is some forward thinking for Megatron, given that he thinks that Tankor is dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm. Megatron is... I think this is definitely the... Uh, Megatron versus Tankor thing is definitely giving Megatron the credit he deserves for, you know, being extremely clever at these sorts of things. Oh yeah, this is this is like Boris Spassky versus Bobby Fischer. This is a <laughs> this is a real chess match. Yeah. I mean, except not, except you know, Tankor probably doesn't hate the Jews that much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Tankor has gone full supervillain now. He's angrily shouting when his plans start to fall apart. It's breaking stuff. Yeah. Well, so he's going to need to uh, manipulate the pieces further. And thus, Primal has another Oracle Vision. <laughs> which is uh, a little more sinister than the previous ones. Yeah. Really? Tells him that he must make one final journey. Complete your destiny. Tip the balance. Transform your world. Or suffer extinction. Hmm... Whose voice was that? That's uh, Elizabeth Carol Savenkov. She's also the Predacon computer voice. Ah, right. And also she's to be married to uh, Doug Parker, voice of Terrorsaur. Really? Yes. Huh, I did not realize that. That's cool. And that must have made doing voice work for seasons two and three awkward. (laughs) So Hmm. I'm going to go to work now. Uh, I mean, I figure, you know, you both work in the Vancouver voice acting community. You kind of have to de- work with work around that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I'm sure he had other jobs, like yeah. I don't know, Dragon Ball. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure that and that sort of thing happens on sets all the time. It's like when that guy who played Dexter uh, married the woman who plays Dexter's sister. Oh, I oh. didn't know about that. Yeah, and then they got divorced, but they kept making the show. Which actually, uh, it probably would have been better to end the show around the t- same time their marriage did. Yeah. I was going to say, that's very white stripes there, but, you know, you you well, I, have your traveling Wilburys, and I have my Jack White. Oh, I mean, that's not the first time that happened. Uh, that, uh... Ugh. Wait, they got uh, married and divorced twice? No, um... What, uh, Ferris, Matthew Broderick married, um, Jennifer Grey. Or was dating Jennifer Grey. Oh! At some point. And, uh, isn't she married to yeah, Agent she's married Coulson to uh, Phil Coulson. Yeah, mm. which is pretty great. That's uh, that's an upgrade there, Jennifer Grey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From worm guy. Anyway. To... <laughs> Still in for her uh, Agents of Shield guest spot. <laughs> that actor and director's name is Clark Gregg, which is impressive because he has two first names instead of a last name. Yay. Yes. <laughs> also weird. He wrote. Uh, what Lies Beneath, that Harrison Ford, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer ghost movie. Oh, that was I sort of remember that existing. Horrible. I saw it in the yeah, theater, I forget why. <laughs> anyway, 
Beast Machine. Yes, the, the Oracle. <laughs> yeah, he's... The Oracle has convinced Primal to use G1 to save people, but it was actually Diagnostic Drone as manipulated by yes, Rhino. The Diagnostic Drone who made that fake, which is you know, it raises some questions. If your you know supernatural god computer can be hacked, yeah. But well, we uh, saw him hack it a few episodes ago, didn't we? Yeah. That's true. Well, we not quite hack it, but, like, access it via kind of a workaround. Yeah, but now he can yeah. overwrite it, which is a really weird concept. Like, your mystical, magical oracle can be interfered with by someone without a soul. Well, it's, you know, it's that, uh, it's that Arthur C. Clarke thing, you know. Any sufficiently advanced technology will appear to be magic. Yeah, but, but that you can subvert it is... It's an interesting idea. Well, you know, it's like how uh, Jeff Goldblum could hack the, that alien mothership uh, with a Mac. <laughs> yeah. Or how Optimus could remotely hack into Tankor's mind, which maybe this is just the reverse of that. Uh, yes. <laughs> the moral of this is that, as shown on the uh, a popular mainframe show reboot, computers are magic. Yes. <laughs> and also full of, like, tiny green people. This, this was something I learned working tech support, actually, that, that to most people, computers really are magic. And also, if you receive, mes- if you receive messages from God, please consult a physician. <laughs> yes. yes. What if I receive them from a God computer? Consult WebMD. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, uh, he, they, the Oracle directs him to, this, uh, to a giant machine with a big M on it. <laughs> Magneto? Uh, no, in this case, Cerebro. I think M stands for murder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was hoping to get to do the bit from uh, Rift Tracks. Yeah, the, uh, the, the M wasn't really there in G1. I mean, I guess it, you could kind of see an M in there somewhere, but... Yeah-ish, kind of... Yeah, I, I don't. I, they didn't have DVDs back then. They were probably just reading old ATT uh, episode summaries. That's a good point. Because, yes, this is another fancy-schmancy plot device from Generation 1. It's the Plasma Energy Chamber. Yes. From the Rebirth. Yes, which uh, which I vote that we watch between seasons, because I love Rebirth. Mm. Uh, so, yes, it is, according to Optimus Prime, the, the, resur- the recently resurrected Optimus Prime, uh, the Plasma Energy Chamber was uh, where, where the... Okay, I'm reading this off the wiki at this point. Where the original Autobots' bodies were forged millions of years ago. The important thing, also that it's 12 levels below Generator C, which is something you will never forget once you have watched the episode, <laughs> because they mention this repeatedly. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's on Cybertron, uh, deep within Cybertron. Uh, apparently, this is just one of those things no one has heard of until they need, like, a big season opening or closing multi-part episode. And also 12 levels below Subsector uh, C. So apparently... Yes. Yes. Uh, so the Decepticons decide they want to open it up uh, because Galvatron wants to use it to overload Earth's sun. Uh, apparently it will overload any Cybertronians in the vicinity, uh, but organic life is unaffected, even though, I mean, we do have electrical impulses in our brains, but apparently they were not thinking that far. Uh, so, of course, Spike has to save the day, and that's, you know, where the Nebulans come in handy, because this is Rebirth, and this, that's when Headmasters are introduced. Uh, it's got lots of Scourge and Cyclonus in the episode, and Scorponok. 
the end. That's my book report on the plasma <laughs> energy chamber. I mean, it's really, it, it's really just a sort of, I don't even want to say it's, it's a MacGuffin because it does like actually do stuff, but I guess the key to it is sort of a, of a MacGuffin. But yeah, it's just something that no one's heard of before that is now very important that Galvatron wants to open up to unleash it on Earth and too? blow up lots of things. So, yeah, it had a key. Why Everything's didn't got this keys. episode focus around <laughs> all of the Maximals getting keys? Was it like a physical key or like... I don't know. And then next season they could re-release all the toys with a key accessory. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That well, unlocks power. Well, it turns out the... after the new birth, they actually left it unlocked. And nobody's yes. gone down there to check. But they've got actually... a whole bunch of raccoons living in there now. <laughs> actually, they they did... Uh, all the plasma energy chamber energy was released, and then it was absorbed into Vector Sigma, and then at the end, it's a new golden age of Cybertron, and, like, everybody's very excited. There's th- that happy music from uh, Sunbow cartoons. <laughs> you know you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yes, it's, it's really... It is. I would say it is far less relevant to any actual Transformers mythology than other things like Vector Sigma have been. It's just sort of the MacGuffin for that episode. Although apparently it comes up in uh, like the novels, like the uh, those uh, War for Cybertron uh, novels. I think it's oh. in Exodus. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that that may be a thing. Uh. I don't know. I didn't. Get around. To, I I had been burned by the first adult Transformers novels, so I yeah. I haven't gotten around to reading the aligned books yet. And also, those would also have been influenced by Beast Machines. That's yeah, oh yeah. that's, that's true. a good point. But uh, yeah, those uh that those novels, the first one of those, I I like to refer to as the worst thing of any kind that I have ever read, <laughs> which put it below an embarrassingly long run of Punisher twenty ninety nine. <laughs> is it worse than stuff you've edited? Uh yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I would I mean wow. less uh less, you know, sex, but otherwise, yeah, it was okay, maybe not that one. Some of you will know that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Problematic. But uh yeah. So yeah, it wasn't great. Anyway, <laughs> So yeah, uh, I want Optimus to forget thinking all, about those. Yeah, Optimus has them all transformed to uh, robot mode for some reason. Well, th- and there that is, is because reason, but it, it's a weird reason. Like they seem to be like walking the entire way in robot mode. You'd think they'd get noticed before that. I guess, and know, that they'd those... be noticed by maybe more or less than exactly one of exactly the type of drone he was trying to bait. Yeah, and it, it wouldn't necessarily have to be a mole, because yeah, it attracts one of the mole drones. He, they go into beast mode, and then he unleashes the chamber, which totally obliterates this drone. Yeah, it's like, what the hell? It just disappears. It doesn't even blow up into polygons. Yeah. No, it's just gone. <laughs> and so Primal says, you know, hey, this this can overload and destroy any electrical mechanical systems, and I'm going to use it to shut down all the technology on the planet. Yeah, wait, What? What? Well, thankfully, that is also the response of the rest of the Maximals. Yes. <laughs> Especially Cheetor. I mean, maybe walk this one back a little. Yeah, 
Maybe it's not the best idea. That's kind of bad. Beyond just destroying all the Viacons and Cybertron itself, since pretty much everything is machine, what would that do to the sparks that are just sitting in Yeah, they're just going to be floating around. And also, they're techno-organic, which means they're partly mechanical, which means wouldn't that, like, destroy half of them? They're they're partly metal, partly real. Yeah. So yes, they'd that, only be that's partly the... real. <laughs> they mm. would be partly be a bunch dead. of chunks of meat lying around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Optimus clearly hasn't thought this through, and thankfully he does not go with it. Once you know, once Shudor suggests the alternate plan of using the seed grenades to uh, distract the tank drones, whilst Rat Trap tries to find a way to disable the keys. Mm-hmm. The tax is amazingly just, hey, we're fighting a guy who's using a genocidal superweapon. Maybe we shouldn't stoop to using a genocidal superweapon to fight him. What? Yeah. And Primal's clearly a little mad that he doesn't get to use his toy. <laughs> Kinda. He wanted yeah, to open He's mad, but he's like, ah, you're chamber. technically right. All right, what would you suggest we do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, as, as a side note, uh, I yeah, really like... This is beast machines. As a side note, I really like the design of the chamber itself and everything in it, the room. Yes. Looks really cool. And yeah. it's appropriately monumental. Yeah. It's like a boss battle cool. stage. <laughs> yes. Feels like something you'd see in the background of an X-Men arcade game. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Alright, so yeah, Tankor is pleased that this happened because he knows that Optimus won't use it, but Megatron won't take that chance. <laughs> uh, like uh, I said last episode, we'll Xanatos Gambit, he knew enough to know what Primal's move would be once he found the chamber. Yes. He knows his old friend very well. That's what makes him so dangerous. Yeah. And so, yeah, the diagnostic drone tells Megatron that Primal has the plasma energy chamber, which, again, he th- Pri- uh, Megatron, and apparently the Cybertronian populace at large, thought it was a myth but also they thought the key to Vector Sigma was a myth, so this is clearly becoming a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe the Maximal Elders should have thought of that before they, like, apparently erased all history. Yes. Should we check any further levels down? Nah, 11's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just generator C. I mean, yeah, I mean it's, it's, it's full of, probably full there. of bugs. Yeah. I don't have to clean it. Probably full of giant prehistoric bats. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they the Dynamics drone suggested they deploy the key before Primal can use the plasma energy chamber, and so they they build like a giant, or they they deploy a gigantic thing that is, I guess is going to focus the key energy when they all fire into it. Yeah, it's like a solar array. Yeah, it kind of looks like a Generation One Megatron doodad. Yeah. But like, um, oh, I mean, it looks shoot, better it? than that. But it, it, the, the vague design of it looks something like that. Yeah. So yeah, while they're doing that, uh, the Maximals attack. We get a bunch of people yelling for Cybertron. <laughs> <gasps> yes. It, it, it's getting all apocalyptic. Cause, oh, is is it Megatron that calls it Doomsday, or is he the one saying end game? Uh, Black Regnia calls it Doomsday. Megat, uh, the. Vehicons ask, you know, what's the plan, Megatron? End game. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it definitely has a properly uh, dire feel to it, so yes. thumbs up. Like, Megatron uses this giant key, it's all over. 
Yay! And so while this is happening, so while the Maximals are attacking, Rattrap is trying to hack into Megatron's computer again, but Tankor is waiting in the shadows and blasts him with a key. He makes reference to, to using Control-Alt-Delete, so apparently Megatron is running Windows, so maybe that's part of their problem. Okay. I mean, that's why he's always got those little uh, windows floating around. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that's why he's always getting ransomware installed on things. <laughs> but so doesn't Rattrap know to use Control-Shift-Escape? Maybe. So yeah, Rattrap is shot with the... Instead of going crazy, he's just kind of twitching like he's stroking out on the ground, which is kind of horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, Rattrap. Yes. And so the, the Diagnostic Drone is ever more frantically trying to get Megatron to use the key. I am and sort of curious as to why Rattrap is not, like, going all Jared Leto. Yeah. Like yeah. Night Scream did. Because he's Maybe. not Night Scream. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess that's true. That's, I don't, it's just not I that don't, dramatic. I don't like the idea that, you know, driven to some sort of extreme rat trap would just lie on the floor and make sad noises. <laughs> that makes me sad. Yeah. He should be better than yeah. that. So yeah, the, the drone, the Diagnostic drone is ever more frantically trying to get Megatron to use the key, and Megatron's getting a little suspicious. You know, he, uh, suspects that he has a personal stake in this contest, but, but uh, it's, it's only that of my master. And, and which master would that be? Dun-dun. See, Rhinox is underestimating how clever Megatron is in all this. And so that is it for the Diagnostic Drone. Uh, oh. Megatron just crushes it. R.I.P. Diagnostic Drone. <laughs> yeah. Uh. R.I.P.D.D. He was great, though. <laughs> But Tankor will not be denied. <laughs> and so, yeah, he leaves to uh, to take up to do this personally, whilst Rattrap is just kind of pathetically uh, calling for Megatron. It's it's sad. Yes. Also, Night Scream at some point during all this fighting picks up Black Rachnia and awkwardly hits on her, and then does a layup to let her attack Jetstorm because partner murder. It's that a thing cool. spiders do. <laughs> yeah. I, I figured that that was just her, like, shifting her weight so she could go and throw herself at Jetstorm. But then, yes, try to murder him, because partner murder is yeah. a thing spiders do. <laughs> Which she makes reference to in saying that that's why she's called a Black Widow spider. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. So yeah, Optimus busts into the Citadel. He fights Megatron. Megatron... You know, actually uses his uh, dragon arm, which is just hiding under his uh, robes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they established that before. Yeah. Early in the season. I mean, he's just never really used it before. He just uses those little arms on his uh, shoulder pads. Yeah, he hasn't used little. it when he's been in, in the cape before. He's yeah. used it when he's fallen out. Yeah. So yeah, they fight. Megatron does the old, hey, look how it's going outside, and the Maximals are just getting slaughtered out there. Yeah, they're they're all transformed. They all get shot with the keys. Yeah, over my sparkless body. Yes, that's the idea. <laughs> In fact, that is literally the idea. Thank you for the reminder. Optimus says that it's the will of the Matrix that the organic prevail. I have that noted down as just Optimus says. No, God's on my side. <laughs> I mean, at this point, Optimus is crazy. 
Yeah, yeah the, he's uh, losing he, it. He has an almost villain-like speech. But Megatron's also crazy, because as soon as he mentions that beast mode, he goes into beast mode, and they have a big uh, big monkey-dragon fight. Yeah, yeah which is it's, nice. It's kind of back to beginning of Beast Wars with the, yeah. the big monkey T-Rex fight. Yes. And back to the beginning of Beast Wars with one of the stock animal noises from the Beast Wars theme song coming out of Optimus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounded like a bear sound. <laughs> <laughs> That was not a gorilla sound, I don't think. <laughs> What's a bear? Look, I'm so, yeah, unreasonably so... fond of, of tween-oriented nature shows lately, because that's something that gets on, on like, Saturday mornings in America now that they don't show cartoons anymore. And, and that's a bear sound. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it's like. Wild Animal Foley number 002. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Marty Stover. Yeah. Actually, probably Frank Welker. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, either that or an actual bear, but at this point, you can't really tell. <laughs> Lauren Green's Maximal Kingdom. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, there's a good as back they're fighting, and forth. Optimus just, and then Optimus tries to reformat Megatron. Yeah, that's strange. Well, I mean, Tankor busts in. Shoots uh, Optimus with the key and is all like, not cool, dude. Not cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you kind of feel like he doesn't really think it's that not cool. He just thinks that it's, you know, hypocritical and he mm. is enjoying calling him on it. But yes. yeah. Yeah. He is like, not cool. Uh, so yeah, now it's the big tank or reveal. Hey, you know, guess what, Megatron? I'm alive, and now I'm going to kill you. But before he can do that, he's uh, he's restrained because he can't kill Megatron. It's hardwired into his programming. <laughs> because Megatron is always two steps ahead of you. Yes. I, I think he's only one step at this point. Well, oh. things are progressing quickly. Well, yes, because he completely misjudged that Optimus would never use the super weapon. That's true. Yeah, T Tankor makes a few miscalculations. He shouldn't have tried to kill Megatron himself, since he yeah, got the body from but Megatron. But, I mean, I guess how else is he going to kill Megatron, though? He can't control his tank drones. Diagnostic drone. Diagnostic oh, drone. Diagnostic drone. drone's dead. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. No. He's, uh, he's got one last play to make. But unfortunately, as Megatron says, you've been the perfect pawn all along. Your independent mm. mind weaving webs of deceit that I would never have conceived. I must thank you. If I had never let you roam free, I never would have obtained the key to my victory. <sighs> dun dun. You know the the key to Vector Sigma. You know. Yes, the the Vector. literal key yeah, we got to my victory. <laughs> well, it, it's more of a gun, but they call it a key. Yes, and unfortunately, <laughs> Megatron is kind of also egg and primal on about opening the plasma energy chamber. It's like, oh, you'd never actually do it. Oh, I would. <laughs> An empty threat, my dear Optimus. You've always lacked the machine-like clarity to do what is logical and necessary to win. I've always lacked the ball bearings to... Yeah, and earlier in the fight he said Primal didn't have a stomach for genocide. Well, yeah, so sure about that now. now. Yeah, Good because, job. yeah, Primal, op he unleashes the plasma energy chamber. 
Simultaneously, Megatron commands the tank drones to fire the key. Let the fates fall where they may. <laughs> yes. And now we cut to the final phase of the Algalon fight. <laughs> because remember, one of those weapons turns everything into machines, and one of those weapons destroys all machines. <laughs> Oops. Yep. So and it's just going to destroy nice... everything. Good job. <laughs> we get a bunch of nice blue glowy effects, and as is tradition for... Uh, Beast Wars season finale as we watch Optimus Disintegrate as we go to To Be Continued. <laughs> yep. Yes, yep. his fingers blow away in the wind, which is yes, pretty pretty serious business. Many things have yep. changed, but uh, the Beast Wars season finale remains the same. <laughs> Kill everyone. Yes. Yay. We'll figure it out later. Blue glowing vortex of energy wipes things from existence. Yay. The traditional Beast Wars season finale. Yes. Oh. And yeah, that is it for this season. That that was a really great capper to the season. To be continued. Yeah. Da, da, da. Oh, oh yeah, it was great. And everything's destroyed, so next season's probably going to be pretty quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I really... Just empty space. I have to applaud the writers for taking two unrelated bits of Generation 1 mythology and put, pitting them against each other. Smacking them yeah. against each other to see what happens. That was that was. It's like cool. putting a humidifier and a dehumidifier in the same room. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's, just, that's just chaos, man. Or serving pasta with antipasta. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Oh, I, I'd forgotten about this, like, almost completely, other than the fact, oh, it's a season finale, but, oh, I am kind of annoyed that Tankor didn't win. Yeah, yeah but he... I mean, I'm, I like, I like seeing Megatron out-scheme the schemers. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. That's why he's I, Megatron. I was rooting for Tankor. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, it was, uh, good to, to have it acknowledged that... Megatron's going to have the upper hand there. And unfortunately, yes, all 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 Tankor did was hasten hasten the destruction of Cybertron. So good job, Tankor. Mm-hmm. Good job. You can take it over, mm-hmm. and it'll be nothing. And yeah, that that is the episode. It was a. It's been an uneven season, but I think it really came together at the end. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I kept watching. I'm glad Brad Trap finally learned how to improvise instead of being freaked out by having a body that's not exactly the same as it was. Yes. Yeah. He was definitely pretty great by the end. So I approve of that. Yeah, we've uh, we got a we've got a sort of resolution to the well, not quite a resolution because he is still Jetstorm, but we've sort of have an idea of where Silverbolt Black Rachne is going. Yeah. Yeah. And we know where Primal is going, and that's straight to hell, because he's dead. (laughs) What he does. Yeah. Before it was Optimus Prime's thing to die in every continuity, Primal got there first. Well, I mean, Prime had died at this point once in the... Yeah, twice. Once in the comics, and once in the movie. That was it. Didn't he die... He died twice in the... uh, he died at least twice in the comics. Wait, was it twice? No, th- there was the time he got killed and stuffed on a floppy disk. <laughs> yeah, but right. then he—I mean, he then he briefly... was killed uh, fighting Unicron. Yes, he briefly was killed fighting Unicron. Oh, right, and the, the but whole then he was also thing. possibly in high Q, maybe. Right. 
that was I mean, one of those. Same deal as surviving in a floppy disk. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, it wasn't that. It wasn't clear. It was more that it was unresolved. It was something that was clearly going to be a plot line if the series hadn't been canceled when it was. Yes. And then well, the didn't cartoon he also didn't he come back some... as a zombie and then get killed again? I guess technically. No, yeah. no. He did not get killed after he was a zombie. He was rescued before the ship flew into the supernova. And he was like in bad shape, but I don't think he was technically dead at that point. And didn't he also kind of die in Generation 2? Uh, probably. Coming? I don't remember. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think he did. Well, other people did. At the end, isn't there kind of like a Matrix-y thing and he comes back? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess there's that. Because he, like, the swarm gets infected with the Matrix and then it puts him back. <laughs> Right, that's what I'm saying. That I think that's that's vaguely yeah. what I remember happening. It's been a I while. see <laughs> resurrections that occur between like over the course of one issue are a little less less memorable. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, <laughs> because that was entirely within the last issue of Generation Two. Yes, and he sort of comes back in his uh, Generation Two hero body. Yes. <laughs> got the the truck front legs and everything yeah. i like that toy i like that comic but yeah optimus primal is dying all the time here yes, yes. he and has yeah, so earned that... the name of optimus yes and so yeah how will thing how will they resolve this <laughs> who will live who will die what's going on in that second season <sighs> oh man Black Arachnia and Silverbolt ever get back together? You'll find out, but uh, not next time. Will Silverbolt are... come to terms with his obvious homosexuality? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. No. In fact, you won't find out next time on the Stasis Pod, because uh, we're taking a bit of a break. Yeah. We are going to watch something else. Yes. As we tend to. Well, and beyond that, uh, Rob... Yeah, has... we're going to have a skip week, because yeah. uh, there, there's some travel issues. I'm going to be out of town. Yes, Labor Day uh-huh. will be happening, and we'll, we'll just miss a week, and then there'll be a between seasons episode, then next season. So three weeks from this episode. Wait, two, two, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, that's in two weeks for the bonus episode, and then that's a lot less than you'd have to wait for like the actual new season to start up on TV. Yes. Yeah. This uh, this last episode aired December the 18th, right before Christmas, and then the next episode did not air until February the 9th. Yeah. So take that. Which I guess that definitely answers the question of whether they were uh, renewed or not. It was just all one 26 episode order. <laughs> yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, that's not that bad for a season break. Yeah. No. Honestly, a season breaks go. I don't think that was as long as most of the Beast Wars season breaks. No, you were waiting like a, like eight months or something. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a Game of Thrones season break. Oh. All right. So uh, until then, though, you can find us all over the Internet. We are on uh, we are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We are on Tumblr. And you can uh, write into our Maxim mailbag at stasispodcast at gmail.com, and we'll read your letter on the show. And our RSS feed is hosted on iaconunderground.net. We are also running a Patreon 
to help pay for our web hosting expenses. Uh, that is at patreon.com slash Iacon Underground. Uh, we are also available on the Apple Play Store and or the, the Apple iTunes Store and the Google Play Store. Also, I guess the, the Chinese knockoff that is the Apple Play Store. Yes. <laughs> so until next time when we undergo a rebirth, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. And I live to destroy our mutual enemies. Rebirth so much. And I'm going to <laughs> hell for this, but wouldn't it be the Google? Wouldn't it be the Apple Play Store? <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, hello. I'm sorry. <laughs> hello, live only to destroy our mutual enemies. <sighs> oh man, I hear my my Decepticon. I hear my Autobot counterpart is nearby. <laughs> Real nearby. <laughs> He's the worst spy. He's always the worst spy. He's canonically the worst spy.